Introducing the Glorious Living Podcast, a ministry of Ruwak and Jasmine Ministries, where we provide biblical insights on God's designs and purpose for your magnificent life. Here's your host, Jasmine Ford. So I want to share a little bit about my origin story for those who don't know me. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and I started dancing at a very young age. And I knew it was something that I was supposed to do, or at least my mom did, because I was that little short girl that was always dancing um, with the, the seniors. Like I would be in fourth or fifth grade dancing with the eighth graders and leading them in the dances that had been choreographed. And I didn't think much of it um, until one day I overheard um, some parents um, who were upset at the dance teacher because uh, they kept saying, you know, who's this little girl dancing with all the seniors, all the big kids? And and uh, she was trying to explain that I was the only one who knew the dances and could help them along, but the parents were not happy. And I thought, wow, am I really that good? I didn't think anything of it, but I had an opportunity to move away from St. Louis, Missouri, uh, move out of state to go to Performing Arts High School in Houston. Um, Houston has one of the best performing arts high schools in the country. It's called HSPVA. And so I had to audition um, to get in. And I remember when I walked into the room uh, to audition, we flew down there, my mom and I, there was a girl there who was doing this like full on split. And she grabbed her back leg while she was in the split and pulled it up over her head. And I remember thinking, I can't do that. And I really wanted to turn around and walk out, but I didn't. I stayed. I didn't understand how to count classical music when you're dancing. Uh, I didn't understand it at all. So I just found a girl who looked like she knew what she was doing and stood behind her and just did whatever she did and um, completely sight read the movement because I was just doing mostly recreational dancing. And so um, I did the whole uh, audition that way, just following this girl I thought, you know, looked like she knew what she was doing. And so we we leave the room and go downstairs and, and everyone's excited. And they're like, oh, my goodness, how did you do? And I'm like, oh, I did great. And they're like, oh, we knew it. And in my heart, I'm thinking, I totally bombed that. There's no way they're going to allow me into their school. So we fly back home. And, you know, there's that couple of weeks of wait. And uh, traditionally, whenever you audition or apply for something and they send you a thin packet, it really means that you, you know, didn't do as well. Thank you so much for trying, but no. If you get a thicker packet, it means, yes, we want you. um, And here's some more information to help get you started with us. Well, I got a little thin packet. And so my mom um, grabbed the envelope and she was like, I know you did it. I know you made it. I know you made it. And I'm sitting here thinking this is going to be the most embarrassing moment of my life. Well, she opens the, the letter of this thin envelope and she uh, reads it and just starts screaming. She's like, you made it. And I am very, or try to be very respectful of my mom, but I snatched the letter from her and I just could not believe it. And they just said, congratulations, I had my name on it. I just could not believe it. But I got an opportunity to um, go to a performing arts high school at HSPVA for four years and stay with different host families um, while I, I did that. And it was it was, um, it was was an education. Usually I was the only safe person in, in the households where we were until I um, they found my cousins, some, some long-lost cousins, and I got to spend two years with them, which was the best ever. But I learned a lot, and I learned that um, I it was really disappointing sometimes um, – seeing adults around me who were not following God because I thought everyone did because that's just how I was raised. And I remember like sitting in my window and like talking to God from a very young age 
But when I would go to church, I couldn't reconcile the the Bible. Like I, I didn't understand the scriptures. I didn't understand how to apply them. I didn't understand that it was his voice speaking to me. But as I got older, I, I graduated. I actually got courted to go to Southern Methodist University. Uh, they gave me a substantial scholarship to attend there for dance. And so um, while I'm there, I start working and I graduate. I start touring with Tyler Perry and and uh, traveling all over the country. I ended up going to New York and spending a lot of time there training. And when I finally got back to Dallas after touring, I started a little uh, dance company there. And I was teaching and, and performing and it just had this this full life of, of what I thought I really wanted. And I uh, was working so much that one night I was driving down the freeway in Texas and I'm, I'm, I'm full on on the HOV lane and, and or the, the fast track lane or whatever you guys call it in your, your city. But I'm driving in the fast lane and I was so tired that I fell asleep. Now, it wasn't that kind of bobbing the head sleep. It was just full on. I was out. And I remember waking up and my car had safely drifted over the entire freeway from the left lane all the way across four or five lanes. And usually, I don't know if you notice, when you're about to exit a ramp, there's that little V and, and in that V there's like a hill or like markers to say, you know, don't drive on this part. This is just a hill. Well, my car had safely by the Lord's prompting, by the Lord's hand had drifted across four or five lanes of the freeway going full speed at 75 miles an hour. Don't judge. I was just trying to make it home. And I went through the markers. I didn't hit one marker went through the markers, and when I woke up, my car was speeding up this the hill that's in between the ramp and the freeway. And when I woke up, my car's bouncing because when you drive that, that fast, your car actually starts to bounce. And my car was bouncing. It was at night. My headlights are showing some weird terrain that I, I did not know of. And I remember just like stopping the car, and at the same time, I heard the Lord say, I'm going to set you high up on a hill. At the time, I didn't know that that's uh, Matthew 5.14, which says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And I knew that God had saved me. I put my foot on the brake, and I put it in park. My car is smoking because of the revving up the hill. And I remember I had um, a few of my friends, my best friends, who were going to be uh, spending the night. We were going to have a sleepover and, and have fun all night. And they were at my house waiting for me. And I remember thinking, this is not the God of my grandmother anymore. This is not the God of my mom and my dad. This is my God because he spoke to me and he saved my life. And so I remember driving off that hill trying to figure out how to get back to the ramp. I was so in awe of him because he literally saved my life. And so I'm driving back to uh, my house where all my, my friends, my best friends are there hanging out. And when I walked in, they looked at my face and they said, what happened? And I could not speak above a whisper. I really felt like when Moses uh, started talking to, the, to God in the burning bush and, and God tells him to take off your shoes, you're on holy ground. I literally took off my shoes from the car to walk into the house because I was just humbled and in awe and reverence of here. I had a holy fear of God because he was he's real. And I knew he was real before then, and I'd you know, grown up in the church, but he was just, wow. 
And I was just so humbled. I could not speak above a whisper. And so I walked into this party and I'm in a daze. So I shared the story as much as I could. And so they all prayed over me. And I just wasn't the same for about a week. I just walked around like that with my shoes off. So humbled before the Lord, thankful and grateful, talking to him constantly. But like, wow, you're really real and you saved my life. And then to add a little more cherry onto that, um, I was working for this uh, staffing firm. And so I would go to different schools, different outreach locations to teach dance. And I felt like, I, I was like, I need to make some changes in my life because I fell asleep at the wheel and not a bobbing head fall asleep, like really fell asleep. So I went into the office of this uh, staffing firm and I said, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to resign. I can finish out, you know, the, the semester, but I won't be able to continue. And so, and uh, she said, well, what happened? And I ex explained the story to her, my testimony. And she looks at me and she says, well, you know, there was another um, uh, man, a college guy working there as well. And I'm just going to call him Johnny. But um, she said, yeah, that same thing happened to Johnny. She said he fell asleep at the wheel on the freeway, except that his car, there was a, there was a car in the, in the parked uh, on the shoulder. And his car ran into the parked car. And there was a woman standing outside trying to fix her car. He ran into her and killed her. And she was the wife of a police officer. So when she said that to me, I thought, God, not only did you save my life, you saved the life of everybody around me because I could have plowed straight through everyone, every car as I was going through those four or five lanes. I've, I could have hit anyone parked on the shoulder trying to attend the, to their car. And so then that really put me into a um, just a holy reverence for him. And, and just, just, just for, so for a couple of weeks, I walked around with no shoes feeling like I was standing on holy ground with a gratefulness in my heart. And it was then that I decided that I wanted to dive into the word of God. I didn't want to know about him. A lot of us know about God. We know scriptures, but we don't apply them. We just don't know how to do that. I, my, my heart is that we're going to go on a little journey together, and we're going to uh, figure out how to live a glorious life in the Lord. How, how, how to apply these scriptures, how to get to know him. He says, and I'm going to share this with you. The Lord himself says that if you love him, that you're going to obey him. Over and over again in the New Testament, Jesus equates um, love with obedience to his scriptures, obedience to his commandments. And so we want to live a life that God is proud of. Uh, we don't want to talk about him. We want to know him and to love on him. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's about us diving into the scriptures together, diving in and applying our scriptures to every part of our lives and leaving no stone un unturned, um, not hiding parts of our lives that make us uncomfortable, um, not um, deciding not to obey parts of the scripture because once again, it makes us uncomfortable and maybe it's not, it's countercultural, but God, but God wants us to obey him no matter what. And he's looking for people who are without spot, wrinkle or blemish. And he's looking for people who will dive in and draw close to him. And so I hope that you will um, stay on this journey with me and as we dive into the scriptures and, and I want to share this, this, um, scripture with you. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 11 and 12. It says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. And so that's why we call it Glorious Living Podcast. 
because God has designs for you. He has a purpose and a plan for you. And I hope through listening to this, I will give you encouragement to pursue Jesus, to pursue him with your whole heart and to discover the glorious life in him that the word of God would, would come alive to them and that they would fall in love with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Glorious Living Podcast. We pray you have been inspired to share the gospel, walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit, and to shine brightly for Jesus. For more resources, check out our website at ruwalkandjasmine.com. Remember, Jesus loves you and Jesus is Lord.